laurels for spring. Groundbreaking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. Voltaire, hair. I would personally like to learn about Voltaire. Okay, Christine. Ladybird. Is that your given name? Yeah. Why is it in quote? Well, I gave it to myself. It's given to me by me. Okay. All right, movie time episode sixty-seven uh, with Anjanari. Um, we've got a very special guest on, Mister Dinky, uh, Tom Dinky. That is, uh, we're back with another Star Wars review. Uh, Star Wars: Empire Strikes Back, uh, widely regarded as like the best Star Wars movie, pretty much uh, that that's ever come out. I guess from by most people. Um, we had our one year anniversary last week with School of Rock. So that was exciting. Came and went. And now we're on to year two. Um, Dinky, welcome back on. Thanks for having me. Back by popular demand. <laughs> by our one cousin. <laughs> back by <laughs> one person who requested it. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I guess two if you include Angelo. Yeah, I didn't want you back. So, um, all right. So let's just get into what we've watched. Mine is a short list and Ariana's is a short list. So maybe Dinky will have something. But Ariana, you can go first. Yeah, I started watching that show, The White Lotus, on HBO Max. Have either of you heard of it or watched like well, a trailer? Or seen you anything? mentioned it like five times the other night. So <sighs> okay, I have heard because I wanted to remind myself to watch it. Tom, have you seen any? No, I've never even heard of it. Okay, so I'm actually kind of surprised it's not like getting more buzz, but it's basically just like about a bunch of guests who stay at a hotel, and it's like a drama comedy like steve zahn's in it jennifer coolidge <laughs> like steve alexandra zahn. daddario connie uh, Britton, jake lacy um not a fan of daddario sydney sweeney why not i don't know i've just never liked her that much they have her dressed in this as like she's like a rich person's wife and they have her dressed in like the worst outfits and she has like a really great like body she's like a model basically and i'm like why would they put her in, in these ugly clothes but i think it's really good it's it's uh definitely a little creepy it's very funny um and it's just uh, yeah the new episode comes out tonight so if anyone wants to jump on it's episode four tonight i think there's only going to be six episodes so it's almost over all right uh dinky what about you gonna throw a curveball here uh okay. i have been watching the twilight films oh uh, you sicko i hate watched them originally uh i mean they're obviously i mean they're, they're bad they're they're just not like well-written films they're kind of baffling in their story decisions but it wore on me by the time i got to the two-part finale i was i was in on it i, <laughs> I really enjoyed it it made me then go re-watch the first three um so I, I find them fascinating. I don't know. I'm, they've been getting popular on TikTok. Like they, people make fun of it on TikTok all the time. Uh, I've never seen them and I don't plan on seeing them. Uh, but I mean, I guess if that's what's floating your boat this week, I, I who might have judged. Yeah. Ariana was into it back. In I the like day. when uh, she just basically tries to kill herself in the second one just to get the attention of a man. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the most progressive. Uh, <laughs> She's like, if I almost cut my head well, off, Edward will save me. 
It is like, I mean, I find it fascinating because it feels like the whole series is basically like a veiled like allegory for like chastity and waiting for marriage, but like not enough to the point that like they were super controversial or like you have to read it that way. But that definitely kind of feels like what the author's intent is. Like if you just, <laughs> if you just follow the movies, um, it's, 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 it's baffling how like how popular it was. I, I don't know. I mean, it kind of, I think the books, I don't know, coupled with the books and like, I guess, uh, what's his face? Um, uh, Edward Cullen. <laughs> what's, what's his, Robert Pattinson. Robert, Robert Pattinson, his popularity maybe after Harry Potter. I don't know. A um, little bit. There was a scene, there was a TikTok that, that was like recreating there. I guess there's a scene where, where uh, Bella or Kristen Stewart's character is like putting ketchup on a plate, but she like shakes it and nothing comes out. Um, I don't know. There's just like a lot of weird moments in there where the act, I mean, Kristen Stewart, to me, she's still a crappy actor. Um, so like nobody has convinced me otherwise. People try to say, hey, you know, she's she's trying to redeem herself after Twilight, but I just think she's a shitty actor, to be honest. But I just think the character is thin. Uh it's clearly supposed to be like an audience avatar. It's meant for young teenage girls to insert themselves into that character so she doesn't have much of a personality um i think she's okay though i mean kristen stewart she she has like a lot of weird tics that's like kind of her shtick is she like does little things with her hands and her mouth and she yeah yeah stop coming at us with an audience avatar what the (laughs) yeah usually i'm the intelligent one on this podcast angelo is the the dullard who likes the (laughs) the mainstream movies it's the audience avatar shut Um, up we're we're gonna have to sit through your incel references yeah he's a simp he's a simp (laughs) well we got we got um horny lando so we'll talk about him um is that it for you dinky um uh i have been going back to the movies lately so i've seen a lot of the big releases obviously i saw black widow thoughts Um, middle tier to bottom half marvel i mean Mm -hmm. maybe if this movie had come out when it should have which is like after civil war and the character was still alive uh i would have been more invested yeah Hmm. yeah they don't yeah that's true um yeah i I thought it was it was very it's a very middle tier marvel movie i'll watch it again like i'll rewatch it for florence Pugh. yes but um like otherwise yeah it's just it's just yeah yeah it was very sus as they would say as the kids would say obviously we'll get to the behind the scenes drama of that movie more (laughs) reasons to love our favorite actress scarlett (laughs) johansson um I watched Mandalorian again. Just I think that's like the third time I've watched it. I just fucking that's my favorite Star Wars content. I think like it's tough, but I think it is. I did watch Rebels recently. Star Wars Rebels. Um, I thought that I thought that animated series was better than Clone Wars because it was shorter and it got to the point. There wasn't a lot of like filler episodes. Um, And I also watched the first season of the behind the scenes of Mandalorian, like how they how they created it. It was okay. some episodes are like, eh, but uh, then I watched Revenge of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith today. I wasn't planning on it. Yeah, I was going to the gym, and typically when I'm on like the treadmill, I'll try to find something that's, you know, like I'll watch something, and I wanted to watch something that pumped me up a little bit, so I put on, the, I was going to watch Seriously? the end. I was going to watch the end duel. I was going to watch like Yoda and Darth Sidious and Obi-Wan and Anakin. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to start from the beginning. Um, so I watched that that's an that's like one of my favorite movies like I, just because i grew up with it um that's one that's one of my favorites and it's I, a good, I, yeah go ahead no yeah it's a good comfort movie 
Yeah, and I'm I'm very excited for Hayden Christensen to come back. That's that's all I'll say. Um, all right, so that's it for what we've watched. Not a not a heavy week. I haven't been in a movie mood recently, like an actual serious movie movie mood. So maybe maybe this week will change. Um, top of the list here is Issa Rae getting married. Um, Issa Rae, congratulations, is, Issa Rae. Issa Rae is fucking gorgeous. Um, but other than that, I mean, and I love her show, Insecure. But I just always imagined her as like a single, independent woman. So maybe I'm just projecting that onto her. I don't even, I don't think I ever really knew that she had a partner. But I guess like the the ceremony was pretty, like it was pretty hush hush at first until it was announced or whatever. But congrats, Issa. Thank you. You watch Insecure or no? No, I I realized that I don't think I've ever actually seen her in anything. Like I'm familiar with who she is, but yeah, I, I'm looking at her credits. I don't think I've seen anything. You should watch uh, Insecure. Yeah, it's a good it's show. Very, very good, except for the fourth season. But the rest is very good. Um, Arthur canceled after 25 <laughs> seasons. <laughs> I, I, what did he do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, good. It's yeah. probably the fist uh, meme. He was, he, he, they wrote in a gay slur. And I was like, you got, I mean, I don't know. It's who cares? Like, I never watched it. Um, I just know him from the memes, to be honest. And like TikTok, he's on there as well, too, sometimes. I just didn't know <laughs> yeah. it was still on. So that's why I put it on there. I was like, they still run Arthur, like new episodes of Arthur. I watched Arthur as a kid. I was aware that it was still on the air because I feel like every couple of years, it feels like it pops back in the news for like, um, including like a pretty progressive elements. Like I think mm. there was a gay couple in the show. Maybe that was a few years ago. So I feel like it pops back in the news for those reasons. So, um, but yeah, I mostly now know it for the memes. But doesn't their animation like style, isn't it like still stuck in like the nineties? <laughs> I like the style. Sure. I mean, it's just like, can you beef it up a little bit i mean good for them for having some i mean it's pbs you know yeah that's we're, true we're relying on donations yeah yeah that's kind of <laughs> confusing true. to me like why cancel it now i don't know it's like okay no viewership viewership <laughs> uh all right yeah. so ghost is this a new ghostbusters trailer because there's been like teasers right yes i never yeah. saw this before i just saw a pop-up on the i mean Twitter you're whatever, probably so. you're probably gonna say i'm a hater about this one particular take is I hate Finn Wolfhard. I fucking hate his <laughs> He's a face. kid. I Can you wait till he's an adult before he's you hate him? He's not that young I don't, anymore. He's still pre-18. Let me see. Maybe he's not. He's probably like 16 or 17. If he's 18, he probably just turned 18. He's 18. Okay. Oh, I will go. say that he's out. He's really hanging out of that hair. Though. December 23rd was his birthday. So he's well into uh, his 18th year. <laughs> so he's a up. fucking loser. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, who wants to watch this movie? Nobody. I didn't think it looked okay. This is my it take on it. I would see it because it it didn't like. I'm really tired of remakes and rehashing. It's like a different version of the story, and I think it's way it's like diff, It's very different. Like, what do you know. mean? And they're ch- chasing ghosts. <laughs> but like, it doesn't remind. It doesn't give me. It's not the same thing as like the all women ghostbusters. Oh <laughs> well, that was. <laughs> That was just bad. I also really but, love um, what's her name, uh, the w- woman in that. Oh, I have no, I didn't know who that Carrie was. Carrie Coon. Yes, Carrie Coon. I love her, and obviously Paul Rudd. He's. I mean, you're gonna tell me you're gonna watch a movie like fucking Ant Man, and you think that that's any better than Ghostbusters? Ant Man's pretty good. It's underrated, and Paul Rudd must be getting so much fucking money. Like he's in all these Marvel movies now. He's doing a fucking Ghostbusters. He's just cashing those checks. Ghostbusters mostly paying him well. 
Well, but, I think we should review it because I want you to be uh, forced to watch it. <laughs> I hate Wolf Hard. I do not want to watch a movie with that piece of shit. <laughs> okay, I hope he I hope he finds this and publicly attacks you. The whole Stranger Things cast can just be go down like they can just be <laughs> in a car accident i don't know oh my like God. you know children who, no they're like all 18 now uh what's his name gaten maserano he was on broadway actually he's got a nice voice but uh You're he's sick. he was in those verizon commercials he's like upgrade your tech <laughs> like, okay you hate children you like have something you need to, you need to seek treatment i do not yeah. like child actors that's that's true uh dinky what were your thoughts on the ghostbusters I have not seen any of the Ghostbusters movies, so I, re- <laughs> I really do not care. I have no emotional attachment to it. I will say, like, watching it, it, it feels very much, like, in line with the whole, like, 2010-style reboot where it's, like, a new generation, but we're paying homage <laughs> to the old generation. Yeah. And, we're, like, it's we're reverential and it's, like, sacred. Um, it felt very, like, Force Awakens-y in yeah. that vibe, like, finding the relics of the past. Um I mean, I was kind of surprised the lack of jokes in it. Like, yeah, I was pretty really sure funny. Ghostbusters. That's is why like I, I wanted. That's why I liked it. I was like, oh, it's not really going too hard on like the stupid. Oh jokes. yeah, because Ariana can't handle a comedy movie. That's true. <laughs> She's yeah, like a, I know. Captain America is the pinnacle of humor. I didn't say it was funny. Okay, okay, but you can't compare like you can't like categorize these things any different from a Marvel movie. Like the level of humor of, in a Ghostbusters movie is going to be the same as. An Avengers movie. We'll see about that. Robert Downey Jr. I know oh my god! I know you're a big fan of Mr. Wolfhard. Um, all right, so let's just move on. Uh, okay, so the Adam Driver Centaur Burberry commercial. Now, I did see the picture of him on a horse where he was just looking ripped out of his fucking mind. I don't know if it was related to this uh, trailer, but it came out on Twitter you know, and on TikTok. And I was like, damn, I didn't know Adam Driver was ripped like that. Because I remember last time I saw him with his shirt off was Last Jedi. And he's just he, he was in the memes for just having the super wide back. <laughs> but he wasn't like ripped, but he was shredded. I mean, I don't really care that there's not even a full shot of him as a centaur, right? It's like very brief. It's like, yeah, it's like mostly, yeah, it's Mm -hmm. a silhouette of a centaur. First of all, it's just so funny how like they're, I thought the the description was so funny. A new masculine spirit exploring the house codes of duality and the power (laughs) of the animal kingdom. It's like, um, it's like, uh, Seinfeld with Jay Peterman when that's like literally like how he would talk about like the catalog or whatever, the Jay Peterman catalog with Elaine. It's, I mean, the funny part was when he was just running in the beginning, like trying to outrun the horse. Like he just has a weird, he just didn't have like a very natural looking run. So, so that was all, that was funny. I don't know. They Someone do- uh, made a tweet that said, Adam Driver is the hottest person whose whole body looks like a shoulder. <laughs> yeah, you said, you said it. <laughs> and that's pretty accurate. So he is hot. I mean, he's hot, weird. He's weird. Hot. Yeah. 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 He's ugly hot. <laughs> they would say thoughts dinky on this commercial do, do we think he was actually on the beach with a horse or was that like cgi, CGI. well I, the- I, i'm guessing cgi i'm guessing they didn't actually have him race well no no i i went through this okay so i watched the behind the scenes in the mandalorian right the first mm-hmm. season and i was like almost like they didn't do <laughs> did you know that they didn't do any of that like at, on location at all yeah, it's like a new technology where it's yeah. not green screen. It's, it's like, like a projector dome. already finished. 
it's insane. Background. It, it, it's it's like it made me question everything because obviously yeah. I knew there was a ton that wasn't. That I figured they probably went to like a couple deserts here and there or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just thought they would, but it's literally all in this fucking like virtual reality dome almost. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, I think he was not. I don't think he was running with the horse, but I think the horse maybe did a separate running shot. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. The fact that we're still um, talking about this. <laughs> well, I have one more question. I mean, I'm no, like, I'm not, like, a huge animal rights person, but watching it, I am thinking, like, was that horse actually in the water? Like, I, I feel bad for that horse. Like, well, I, don't, I don't know. What are the ethics of that? I, it it might have all been CGI. I think it's I think it's overplayed how much horses don't like water. Because I remember, I feel like in Lord of the Rings, there's a horse that swam. I feel like there's other... I think horses swim more often than we think. Oh, and uh, what was it? Uh, True Grit, the True Grit remake. Haley Steinfeld's horse was just fucking that swimming. That made me uncomfortable. Life. I was like, get that horse out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't know. But, but this like looked horse. like deep water. Like the horse was having to tread just to. I don't think it, they put a horse in water for this. I really don't. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch it again to All see right. if I can identify the... Does the, anyone know if the horse was in water? <laughs> the, the, the realness of the horse. <laughs> um, okay, so Will Smith in the, the new King Richard trailer. So the movie is about uh, Richard Williams, the father of Serena and Venus Williams. Uh, he's been known... I don't know too much about him. I thought he was like a little bit... I'm not going to throw anything out there, but I thought he was kind of a jackass. Like, that's what I thought. I thought I didn't know if his. Yeah, I didn't know if he had a great relationship like with them after they were like grown up. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm just kind of throwing things out there what I heard. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. That was the biggest thing watching it to me. I was, I, I was trying to like rack my brain. Like, isn't he kind of controversial a little yeah. bit like with how hard he pushed them? But maybe mm-hmm. not like because this trailer seemed very just like gung-ho inspirational father, you know, mm-hmm. Like he didn't like there was a scene where he's like the most powerful thing in the world is like a woman who can think. And it's like, I don't see Richard Williams <laughs> saying that. Uh, I don't know if he was like, I don't know if he said that. Maybe. Ser- I mean, I love me some Serena Williams, but like, I, I wonder what her thoughts are on this movie, because I'm going to have to well, do some yeah. research into like what. Well, I, tr- I tried to see that, too, because I thought it was a little strange because they're still it's kind of early. It feels like to make a movie about this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, well, he's older. This is this is apparently based on his autobiography. So, oh. um. Um, I thought it was interesting. I I was also trying to find if Serena or Venus had said anything. I could I didn't see any of their thoughts. Yeah, I would imagine they're probably fine with it if they haven't pu- publicly yeah. said anything against it. But Will Smith always loves to to repair the image of like a father or a coach. Like he always wants to be, I don't know. He kind of, he's only been two. What's the one where he, he's the concussion movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's literally called called concussion. concussion. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know if I, I don't think Will Smith is a great dramatic actor. Uh, I like the girls in it. The girls seemed like they were good actors. Um, What? It feels like every couple of how years. How did you Will look Smith at that? I mean, out. how did you look at that? Because the girl, I'm not saying the girls aren't good actors, but they did nothing in that trailer. Like they were just like playing tennis. They smiled a couple of times and said, yeah, daddy, that was about it. Maybe it's because compared to Will Smith, oh, they, they were average so that he just is very hacky to me. He's very pursuit yeah, of happiness. He feels like a hack. Yeah, pull yourself up by the bootstraps. <laughs> if you just knock on door to door, we right. might be rich, son. <laughs> For se- what were they selling? What were they selling? The uh, like, bone marrow? Yes, yeah. 
X-ray we're selling, machines. We're something. selling these door to door. <laughs> yeah, that was a wild movie. I think that's been like debunked or something. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Um, what do we got? Oh, new House of Gucci trailer. Um, I was excited for this movie because I saw the stills. I saw the fashion. I like Adam Driver. But then I saw the trailer and the dialogue seemed shitty. Uh, Jared Leto with a fat suit, anyone? Um, and then Lady Gaga. <laughs> yeah, just no. I don't think I don't think I need to see. I think Lady I think Lady Gaga needed to first. She needed to like do not go right into like impersonating a character. She I feel like she should have just done like another normal acting performance instead of in like doing like almost like a biopic of somebody. You know what I mean? Because then it's like you're going full board thinking you're like a method actor or something. And I don't think she's there yet. But anybody else have thoughts on this trailer? Yeah. Okay. First of all, no one came off well in this trailer. There was not a single person where I was like, this is a good yeah. act- actor. Yeah. I will say, I don't understand. I think it would elevate it so much and give it so much more credibility if they simply used Italian actors. It could even be in Italian and I would still watch it. There's mm-hmm. just something about the Amer- like Americans being like, we need to do this and we need to. Also, in some, there are some parts where Lady Gaga almost sounded Russian. Her accent I don't know. was I did, shifting. I did see a clip on TikTok that compared the real uh, Gucci woman with her, and she had a pretty spot on impersonation, but. It's impossible to take this movie seriously. It was, yeah, it, yeah, it was a very. And Jared Leto. Jared Le- I'm surprised you haven't unleashed on Jared Leto right now. We yeah, just stop putting people in fat suits. Please. Just cast a fat actor. Just cast someone fat and cast someone cast Italian. Cast me, I'll freaking do it. But like, don't cast a skinny guy and put you him know, in a fat suit. You know who we should call Jared Leto? He's already played like a drag queen, <laughs> and let's just put him in. A fat He's gonna suit. eat olive oil and gelato. <laughs> him and uh, Scarlett Johansson love playing characters they shouldn't play. Yeah, that's true. Tom, your thoughts. I, yes, as uh, I would rather Jared Leto sit around eating like ice cream with olive oil, whatever the Christian yeah. Bale like trick is, <laughs> and get himself fat if yeah. you're gonna have him than a fat suit. Um, <laughs> yeah, I the trailer was whatever. I, I mean, I'm gonna see the movie because it has Adam Driver and Al Pacino, so I'm just like yeah. contractually obligated to see that movie. <laughs> I'll see it too. I'm not excited for it, but I'll see it. Um, yeah, and and like the fat suit technology hasn't gotten better. I don't think. Like when I saw the poster of Jared Leto in that fat suit, I'm like, this looks terrible. Like it doesn't look good. Like it's always the double chin fat part of the fat suit that like never see looks seamless. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a fat suit. I mean, yeah. I'm usually always advocating for practical effects, but I'm yeah. surprised in today's day. I, it almost probably would be better to have a CGI than <laughs> CGI, practical fat suit. A CGI. <laughs> I mean, it can make people old no, or young. They could probably, probably make probably people could. fat or skinny. We don't need we don't need the skinnies taking Any, our culture. Anything except just acknowledging that a fat person could act. <laughs> we could do. We could spend thousands of dollars reconstructing their face, but we won't hire a fat actor. Yeah, it is weird because it's like there are probably dozens upon dozens of actors you could get like a heavier older man with thinning hair and a mustache yeah, i mean those guys common. are all over the place <laughs> i know it's a pretty com- yeah he's not even like that fat in it like so yeah no. yeah it, it's very weird he's yeah <laughs> I, I don't know um okay uh bob odenkirk sadly well he's hot he was hospitalized after collapsing on 
uh, the Better Call Saul set. Uh, it was in New Mexico when he collapsed on Tuesday. Suffered a small heart attack, but he's okay. Um, that's sad. I like Bob Odenkirk, but he's okay. So, yeah, apparently a lot of people were telling stories on Twitter about how he's a really good guy. So mm-hmm. we love Bob Odenkirk, except for his <laughs> role in Little Woman. Yeah. Little Women. Except for his role in Little Women. Did you see Little Woman, Tom? Yeah, I liked it. Well, you, Honey, well was he that oh, terrible? It was, it was just, the, it wasn't terrible. There's just this one part where he comes home from like the war. And yeah. He was like, kids, I'm home. Like that was his like big return. Is that when they all cast? hug him? Yeah, yeah. when they. <laughs> he's like, kids, that, yeah. I'm obviously home. became a meme this week. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, feel better, <laughs> Bob Odenkirk. Feel better, Bob. <laughs> uh, Scott Johansson is suing Disney over Black Widow streaming release, alleging a breach of contract. Uh, Black Widow star Johansson filed a suit uh, Thursday against marvel owner disney claiming that putting the film on disney plus caused her to lose out on considerable bonuses disney struck back saying the lawsuit showed callous disregard for the horrific and prolonged global effects of the COVID 19 pandemic disney's statement said that the star has already been paid 20 million for her work on the film um i mean wah 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 cryberry crybaby johansson the rich get richer shut up <laughs> Um, okay. So usually it's kind of like that Spider-Man meme where they're both pointing at each other because yeah. fuck Disney. You guys are a corporation. You like you oh, there's such callous disregard. Like you callously <laughs> disregard people's fucking rights by opening your goddamn fucking park and sucking the money out of everyone. Um, I don't know. Also, Scarlett Johansson, it's like you're so relatable. You you're 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 so like you're so rich, Scarlett. It's hard for me to believe that she wouldn't be able to read her own contract though. Like, do we think that she, that this is actually like has legs? Because I feel like that would be a huge oversight to like miss that in your own contract. Well, it sounds like, okay. Okay. So it sounds like the contract said that the movie was supposed to be three theatrically released, which traditionally meant only in theaters exclusively for like three months. And I, and she's basically saying that Disney breached that by also putting it on Disney plus. Um, I mean, I'm very conflicted in this. Yeah, it is, you know, it is a millionaire complaining that they did that they only got 20 million instead of like 40 or 50 million. Um, but yeah, but Disney at the same time is this like huge corporation, like they should not get away with I mean keeping money from their employees. Um I mean I mean it seems like with the pandemic and streaming, they are all trying, all the studios are you know, trying to find ways to make money with disregard for talent. I know like HBO Max, like pissed off everyone by doing the releasing simultaneously. So yeah, I'm like conflicted. I don't know if I actually feel bad for her, but. I think uh, Emily Blunt and uh, Krasinski are going to have that battle soon because of Paramount Plus. But uh, you know what? I don't feel that bad. It's hard to feel pity for any of these people because they are still so so much wealthier and so much better off than so many people. And it's, mm-hmm. it's even to have like a fraction of their wealth could fix so many problems for so many people are getting evicted right now. And like, you're going to talk, you're going to complain about this. Also, she's just such an unlikable person. There's like apparently a group of like, I don't know, I saw a thing about how like the, this group of like feminists were like, it's just a gendered attack on her. It's like, okay, yeah. where were they talking when she was saying that she'd happily work for Woody Allen again? Like you can't use this to whenever it suits your needs. Like she, Scarlett mm. Johansson is not an example for other women. So I don't know. Like I said, it's very, 
I, if I have to take one side, I'm going to take Scarlett Johansson's side because she is the the individual versus the corporation, but they both fucking suck. So now I'm a Disney shill, so I'm on Disney's side. <laughs> Angelo, he 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 wants to work for the man. He I like the big yeah. Man. I like I like the big corporations. Um, okay, Amanda Knox says new new Matt Damon movie Stillwater is profiting off her story. Uh, she says, "Does my name belong to me?" my face what about my life my story what does my name refer to events i had no hand in uh knox tweeted thursday i return to these questions because others continue to profit off my name face and story without my consent most recently the film stillwater the film's website described the movie as a dramatic thriller about an american oil rig roughneck uh, from oklahoma who travels to Masai uh to visit his estranged daughter in prison for a murder she claims she did not commit okay here's the thing and then maybe you both can educate me on amanda knox in general i remember just seeing the amanda sock story i remember when she was in prison uh, uh, on uh, trial and i remember just thinking she probably did it or had something to do with it but i didn't but i never like followed through with that i never really like un- i never looked into the case so what actually happened with her can somebody fill me in Tom, you want to go for sure that? I, I i am something of an expert i did watch the netflix amanda knox documentary didn't we watch okay. it to- probably I, I, yeah we watched it together <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> so you yeah um I want to say, okay, so she was convicted originally by like the normal court in Italy, and then it went to the Supreme Court and they threw it out. I don't remember the exact reasonings, but basically uh, the Supreme Court threw out her conviction and it's believed that instead of her participating in the killing of her roommate, it was actually this other separate guy basically broke in the house and murdered this roommate. Um, Mm. Yeah, that's the long and short of it, essentially. I mean, she did serve like numerous years in prison oh, over there she was there, there? For, for a while yeah oh. um well that kind of is disappointing i really thought she did it or had something to do with it there's there's like enough space for being able to think she still did do it sure. there were some details about the story that were weird like she saw a lot of blood or something and then she just took a shower like she got <laughs> home and she saw blood and she was like okay <laughs> i'm gonna take yeah. a shower i'm not gonna investigate um, I don't, yeah, I think there is like, I, I did have to think about this to myself. I'm like, there is kind of like a weird misogyny at play. Like even in my own mind, I'm like, why do I automatically hate her? Like, I don't know why I'm like, oh, she did it. It's like, no, I don't actually know that. But but I also am going to say, I don't know. It's a far stretch to say that this is taking her story. Uh, we haven't no. even seen I mean, the movie what, yet. Yeah, it's hard to say yet. without watching the movie. That's why I like don't have a strong opinion. But watching the trailer a few weeks ago when I first saw it, the first thing immediately I thought of. Oh, was there's Knox. a trailer. I didn't even know that. Okay, I mean, yeah. it's out. Um, it's out right now. Oh, isn't it? I mean, just because it was a co- an American college student. I think even in the movie, she's in Italy, I believe, um, and accused of murdering a roommate. I mean, you instantly think of Amanda Knox. I I read her. Twitter thread and like trying to be like understanding of it. I guess, I mean, like ripped from the headlines, movies and TV shows do that all the time. Like the only time you really have to like credit or consult someone on that story is if like you're basing it off like a book or a news article, specific news article or book. Otherwise, I mean, you can, these things that happen in the news can be inspiration for movies. I mean, I understand her frustration with it, but well, and, and it doesn't it doesn't seem like like the trailer doesn't say inspired by Amanda Knox like the trailer doesn't say her name. I don't know if like in the marketing uh, in the press, the director and Matt Damon are talking about her story, but 
maybe. I don't know. I mean, I think she has a right to be like annoyed by it, but to the point where she's like outraged. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't really care whether she did it or not. I'm sure obviously, like, regardless if she did it or not, it's a huge part of her life and she probably wants to forget it. Um, but like I don't think like the creators of this were like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna really get Amanda Knox here and take her story and you know, I don't know. Uh, and, yeah. It's a larger, I mean, this conversation has been going on for centuries. Is like things reference each other all the time. Things are always, ideas are always stolen and reworked and referenced and things like that. But yeah, I definitely could see how that would feel fucked up <laughs> if it's like the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to you. Also, yeah. there was something about Matt Damon in the news that I didn't put in where he's like complaining about how like movies are dead and that kids can't even pay attention to them. And I'm like, again, I'm like, rolling yeah, my eyes. Don't give your fucking kid an iPad when they're two years old. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's the reason they have no fucking attention span. My kids this are, generation. yeah, my kids are using script. They're not fucking touching an iPad. Um, all right. Clifford, the big red dog <laughs> movie has been delayed indefinitely over concerns about the Delta variant of COVID-19 via deadline. I remember we talked about this a while ago, me and Ariana, I was just this fucking movie. I'm like, like who, people are mourning the delay of Clifford, the Clifford. big red dog. When you were when you were saying that it's delayed due to concerns, my brain instantly filled in the rest of that sentence as being due to concerns over Clifford's behavior on set. Like, <laughs> talk about CGI. A big CGI dog. Was that dog really CGI? Or... <laughs> Is the dog in the water? <laughs> Is it a big red dog? Um, what breed is Clifford? Um, <laughs> no other comments on this. Well, who's <laughs> like? Were they really thinking there's going to be a huge theatrical like? They must. They're bringing people in droves to see Clifford, <laughs> well, but they had I to guess, wait. I guess the kids, I mean, a kid sees a big red dog and they're still interested, <laughs> even though they don't know what Clifford is. So they'd probably see it. I guess. I, guess. I don't know. R.I.P. Clifford. <laughs> um, Tom Hanks joins cast of Wes Anderson's next film, not the French Dispatch, but the one after that. Uh, surprisingly, it's his first collab with uh, Anderson, and it's going to be a minor, unspecified role. I mean, I'm pumped for that. There's oh, like a yeah. hundred cameos in Wes Anderson movies, in so French... he could just be like, "It's me, Tom yeah. Hanks." In the French, dis <laughs> in the French Dispatch, it's literally like they show like the main, the trailer. They show like the main characters, and then the last slide is like 20 actors, and like a lot of them are just like big names that have like one scene, like Defoe's just like randomly in it, or like Ed Norton, Circe, Ronan. Um, but yeah, I think uh, that'll be interesting. Thoughts, anybody? Yeah, I'm always uh, interested in uh, Wes Anderson. A little Tom Hanks. Hot uh, take: Tom Hanks hasn't been in a good movie in like almost 20 years. I well, not good movie. He hasn't been a great movie. Uh, which, after his 90s run, is kind of disappointing. I mean, he's in. He has like the best run good. ever in the Castaways, 90s, and then in Castaways early 2000s, 2000, isn't it? It's exactly oh, it's 2000, yeah, 2000. I say years. his last great nearing great movie was 2002 catch me if you can and since then eh. about, are you disrespecting that thing you do that was after 2002 i think it was wasn't it maybe i'm wrong I don't know about that. <laughs> steve's on uh let's see no shit it's 1996 year, yeah. all right that is, oh is, yeah um Hold like on. look at his like, yeah, look at his credits and like point me Sully? out a great no. movie and the last Sully, 18 yeah, years. Sully. I'm kidding. Sully wasn't a great movie. <laughs> and, and yeah, now it just feels like he does like okay, like three out of five no, stars. I don't, I don't disagree. Movies. Okay, you're gonna disrespect the terminal. <laughs> 
Oh, no I think I like that, that as a kid. Uh, what about what about Da Vinci Code? No, <laughs> those movies are awful. No, no, <laughs> are it's, you it's, making it's, a joke? <laughs> no, I mean, I enjoy the first one, but they are they do are they are pretty bad. Um, let me see. I gotta I gotta see if I well, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Mm, people I think that's like that great. Movie. What's that? All right. Movie? Well, Bridge of Spies. That was boring, but. Uh, that was a pretty good movie. What about the movie nominated. he just came out where he's like tell he's reading nonfiction <laughs> to a blind child? <laughs> I have no idea. Was it like the Civil War? It's like post Civil of the War. World, Saving right. Mr. Banks. That got some critical. Uh, Boo! Oh, I hated that movie. Yeah. I mean, I haven't seen it, but it's got it had some some praise. It was. I mean, it was a it was a movie about Walt Disney made by Disney. I mean, that tells <laughs> you all you need to know. Well, I'm a Dis. I love Disney, so. Oh, <laughs> All right. Well, are you a like, slop for Disney or are do, you pig I, for the Disney I am slop? A, I am. Disgusting. Uh, I didn't uh, expect this to be a Tom Hanks haterade. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just up. I agree with Tom's take. You Thank just because you, ju- you want to just jump on the bad. No, we just went over all of his movies though, and none of them are good. Not it's even you said they were good, proven. Angelo. I'm, I'm a Larry Crown fan, so no. Larry Crown. <laughs> I, I, I like. Larry I Crown. have not seen it to be fair, but it's not like thought it's, of. It's... No, it's not a good movie, but I like it. So whatever. Um, Tom Hanks instantly makes a movie better, even if it's a no. shit movie. He instantly makes it better. That's just a fact. No. Um, all right. Last thing: Disney requiring its workers to be vaccinated. Uh, and so is Netflix are requiring actors and other crew in the U.S. to be vaccinated. Um, hot take. I wish every business would do this, but that's just mm, me. It seems like there's, I mean, it seems like a lot of them are some there's some there's some there's some traction gaining for it. Um, obviously, Walmart's included in there, but they're not <laughs> movie related. So I didn't put them in there. But um, good. I mean, I'm get that percentage up. That's all I'm that's all I'm asking. It's also just like after the whole country is like, we'll give you a chance at winning a million dollars for getting the vaccine. (laughs) We'll give you five free shots of tequila. We'll give you a free pie. We'll give you a donut. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, good. I don't know. It's just so, so late, though. It's so late. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Hurry Uh, up. Dinky, you're surprisingly quiet. (laughs) Anti-vax. Get vax. I'm vaccinated. Get vaccinated if you're not. That's all I'll say. <laughs> Q and not. All I can say. Um, yes. Get vaccinated, people. Protect your neighbors. Protect. Get <laughs> Protect your neighbors. Protect yourself. Pfizer gang arise. No. Yeah, Pfizer gang <laughs> is the best. Thank you. What'd you get? Yeah, Pfizer. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. We don't want a Moderna scum on here. J and J. J and J. Eighty percent efficacy. Uh, okay. Let's get into. The Empire Strikes Back. Um, the Empire Strikes Back, also known as Star Wars Episode Five, The Empire Strikes Back, is a 1980 American epic space opera film directed by Irvin Kirsch- Kirshner and written by Leigh Brackett and or Lee Brackett and Lawrence Kasdan, based on a story by George Lucas. The story is set three years after the events of the first film, as the Galactic Empire hunts the scattered Rebel Alliance throughout the galaxy. While Darth Vader relentlessly pursues Luke Skywalker's friends, Han Solo, Princess Leia, and Chewbacca, Luke studies the Force under Jedi Master Yoda to prepare himself for his upcoming confrontation with Lord Vader. Uh, that was a pretty good Senate, uh, Senator uh, or Chancellor Palpatine impression. Lord Vader. Vader. <laughs> Vader. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys are already patting yourselves on the back so early. Do it. <laughs> Um, good, good. <laughs> good unlimited power <laughs> all right so we start out at hoth 
Um, the rebels have a base on Hoth. The Empire is trying to learn more. They're, they're launching probes. Um, Luke is kind of just out there and just gets attacked by the abominable snowman from like the uh, <laughs> the Christmas specials, essentially. Yeah, the Rudolph uh, yeah. special. Um, so he gets attacked. He gets knocked out. Uh, we kind of learn that Han Han is getting worried about his debt to Jabba. He needs to pay it off. He's trying to leave uh, the kind of like the rebel force. And Leia wants him to stay because of uh, his value to the re- re- uh, rebellion. Nothing more. So and she says. So she says. Uh, and then Han decides he's he's got to go uh, looking for looking for Luke. Uh, we've got the Tauntauns. Anyone thoughts on the Tauntauns? I love the Tauntauns. <laughs> I love the noises they make. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even do it, but yeah. I, I, okay, I actually wrote that none of these creatures give me anything to look forward to. They're not cute enough for me. They're very <laughs> ugly. They're. <laughs> I hate yeah, watching. Yeah, that's kind of the charm. Yeah. No, I like the the straight up cute things. Most of the most of the like creatures or like species in Star Wars are ugly cute. They're, if they're cute, they're, they're ugly all, first they're and then cute ugly. second. The porgs are really like the only thing that's just yeah. straight cute. And I don't like like the porgs, really. Yeah, I mean, like, like the porg. fine enough. The porg is in uh, Last Jedi. I like the porg. Um, I love the mm. snow. I love the snow outfits. Uh, I think those, those are great. Luke's uh, outfit's great. Um, and I just wrote Han Solo hot, Carrie Fisher hot. That's Uh-oh. pretty much it. Yeah. My main incentive for watching this is Harrison Ford. Woo! I think he's hotter in oh, yeah. four though than five. He's hot in both. Mm. He's hot in both, but Carrie I would Fisher's, maybe agree. Four, Carrie Fisher's hotter in this one than the first one. In four, Harrison Ford's showing a lot more chest. Kind of has the yeah. open button. Yeah, that kind of helps. Um, but Give I, me some peck. Right. I I will say that Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher are maybe the hottest on-screen couple, maybe yeah. ever in this and movie. They've, they've I mean, they just have great chemistry. They both great, look, they both yeah. look great. I yeah. Mean, they got it's the chemistry too. They have, they do have very horny energy. Yeah, they do. Well, they have, they were an item in real life. Yeah, they were. Uh, all right. So Luke wakes up. He is in the cave of the abominable snowman. Uh, he's like hanging upside down. He uses the force to get his lightsaber. He cuts the arm off of the beast, and he gets away. He's kind of like freezing to death slash beaten to death. And um, Obi-Wan or Ben Kenobi sends a message kind of through the force telling him, telling him to go to the Dagobah system to uh, train under Yoda. Han then finds Luke out in the storm and the iconic cutting open the dead <sighs> Tauntaun and sticking him in there to keep so warm. Um, and I thought they did, they did do a, <laughs> they did do a good job of making it seem cold as fuck and miserable uh, on Han. I thought that, you know, the, the setting was, was realistic. Also, there's a point where Luke is kind of like moaning Yoda's name uh, a little bit excessively. Dagobah um, system, Yoda. Dagobah, Yoda. I wrote that, yeah, when he's going, Ben, or whatever. And also, I, I'm getting annoyed with, with here, Ben here Kenobi just being able to appear strategically. No, he's a, he's a force ghost. He's like, Luke, you must go to see Yoda. <laughs> I'm kind of tired of it. Well, sometimes they need guidance. Luke barely got any training, and then Luke he, is a then little he fucking bitch. died. Nah. Two shoes, bitch. Once you get to Return of the Jedi, you'll be fucking shaking in your boots talking about <laughs> Luke. Um, all right, so Luke finally gets back to the base. He needs to be healed for, for a little bit. Is he in a back to tank? 
Yeah. That is the he's appropriate got, term. He's, yes. he's in the back to tank. He's got that big diaper on. <laughs> um, which there's like, yeah, it's there's, weird. There's like a whole urban legend of why they started the movie with Luke getting his face smashed in right in the beginning, because mm-hmm. there's like Mark Hamill was in a car accident in between New Hope and Empire Strikes Back. Yes, yes. yes. And the thinking is that and his face does look different. Like people mm-hmm. have done symmetrical analysis. Oh, yeah. um, and, and the urban legend is that they wrote that in to account for why he looked different. I mean, they always Lucas and everybody denies that and says they just yeah. wanted to start the movie with a bang. Um, but yeah, he. I forgot. I remember hearing that. I forgot about that. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, his face does look a lot different um, Mm -hmm. in the second in this movie. Um, So, yeah, then like Leia and Han are still going at it. They're fighting. Han is basically trying to get her to admit that she has feelings for him. And then she's like, you know what? I'll kiss my brother. And then she kisses. Well, we don't know (laughs) their brothers, but they they kiss. And she's like, you don't know nothing about me. also, she called Han a laser brain. What kind of insult is laser brain? Even in the Star Wars universe, like, what is that as an insult? I mean, is it any better than, or any worse than scruffy looking Nerf Herder? I know. Nerf Herder, All the, um, Nerf Herder is better, I think. Stupid. Nerf Herder, I think, because I would assume that, like, maybe it's like that's like a low class job is to be a Nerf Herder. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I always imagine it's, the, it's a creature. I'm, I'm yeah. sure there's a Star Wars Wikipedia page oh, about what Nerf absolutely. Herders are. Oh. I'm you mean, you're not on it every day, Tom. You mean a, a Wikipedia <laughs> nah, page? Yes. Oh, did it's I, Wikipedia. Oh, wow, did I Wikipedia. I'm, I'm not a big expanded universe guy as yeah. much um, knowledge as I pretend to have. Uh, yeah, I don't really like, read any. But I did go through the Star Wars timeline on the Wikipedia like a couple days ago. ABY. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Before the Battle of Yavin. After yeah. the Battle of Yavin. Is that what it is? Yep. The they like it's like it's like the year Jesus was yeah born I know in the Star Wars universe everything is before <laughs> after the, the battle of the battle Yavin. and a new hope weird I yeah don't know why it doesn't did. really make sense no um all right so the Empire discovers that the the rebels on Hoth they decide to invade we get uh, Vader's uh, first appearance on the Star Destroyer the rebels in the Empire battle. Uh, we get our first view of the Imperial Walkers, a.k.a. the AT-ATs. And then uh, Darth Vader lands on the planet, but the Rebels manage to escape. Uh, Luke heads to Dagobah, and the Millennium Falcon uh, has to make an escape as well. I mean, there's a it's, this is a long battle scene, so I didn't include any of the little stuff. But uh, there's a couple things I wrote. I love when Darth Vader does the force choke through the screen. Uh, that's great, where he's not in the same room as him. That I always get a kick out of the... the uh, <laughs> the forced jokes yeah the one of the worst uh delivered lines in this movie is when leia is, is she's hyping up all the um <laughs> all the pilots and the one guy goes two fighters versus star destroyer just some random extra yeah, yeah. he's just said two fighters versus star destroyer <laughs> <laughs> like he's so incre- like you're supposed to be incredulous dude like mm-hmm. get some fucking emotion to do it um and that's where I also wrote expanded on that. I feel like all the pilots are the worst actors in these movies. <laughs> the pilots typically are. Well, in their defense, I mean, they're probably just guys in a ship set with a maybe, yeah, I guess a green screen behind you. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, okay, now you're headed towards the ship. There's like <laughs> just a director yelling at you. So, I mean, yeah. I guess it makes sense why they're not good. Rogue um, three. <laughs> 
I found them. Repeat, I found them. I black out during the scenes where they're <laughs> where they're fighting in the ships, in the little ships. I, they go on so long. Yeah, like this was a long and battle. nothing happens. I also have to say this is a this is a side note. I fucking hate that creepy robot who's with Luke C-3PO? in his room. No, no, no. Oh. That weird like Take hospital care, robot. <laughs> The hospital oh. robot, he's in at the end too. Yeah, yeah. The hospital robots aren't that weird. It, no, I don't it like it. Looks like they kind of look like the tactical droids in the Clone Wars series a little bit, but are they actually they kind of look like the dark troopers a little bit? They have the face kind of looks like a dark trooper, but it's too much robot work. Yeah. Um. What else? What What else you well, got in this scene? Well, I, I, we talked a lot last time about how Vader is basically just a henchman in A New Hope. This is. I, I mean, this movie is the definitive Vader performance. This, mm-hmm. I feel like when people think of Vader, they think of him in this movie because New Hope, he's a henchman. Return of the Jedi is a little neutered. He doesn't really do much. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like this is when people think of Vader, oh, he's a badass, yeah. whatever. It's this movie. And he's great. He looks great. I mean, the helmet is clean. Thank God. It's not mm-hmm. all dirty and smudgy like in A New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> they had a better budget here. Yes, they had this, this guy who's committed to just like rubbing his helmet after he'd seen Polishing, it. Polishing, yeah. yeah. Um, How did he survive, though? That was lost on me. Darth Vader. Mean? Didn't he get shot down in a little plane or something? No, another TIE fighter just like bumped into him and he oh. went off. Yeah, they made it fine. very dramatic. I mean, if you'd seen Revenge, when, once you watch Revenge of the Sith, you'll wonder how did he survive like actually um, <laughs> when he's just, when Anakin's just burning to death. But um, so I, I love the storm, the snow trooper uniforms. Those are, uh, those are one of my favorites. Nice helmets. Uh, and I thought, like, just for how long the battle scene was, it was pretty compelling. Like, I wasn't bored. Uh, and the effects held up for the most part. You know, a couple things look a little cheesy, and anim- but, like, sure. for the most part, it looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I, I just... I just go oh, ahead. go ahead. No, you go. Um, I was just going to say, like, I, I love that the big battle is right at, like, in the opening act. You just mm-hmm. kind of, like, get it out of the way, and, like, the rest yeah. of the movie can all be, like, character stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that's an advantage a part two has, but I really yeah. love that choice. Uh, you know who I wrote C three C three PO needed to die in this movie. He was fucking terrible. I hate it. I hate C three PO. What do you What do you think about C three PO? I actually like C three PO. Of course you do. Yeah. I mean, but, I, it's for what? It, I mean, I I don't know. Like, what's the, there? I have to pick some things to like about these movies. Yeah, pick the pick the things that are likable. <laughs> I don't dis really dislike many aspects of the movies, but I also feel nothing about most of it. <laughs> Angela, would you agree that like? I feel like C-3PO though is funny in this movie because he's playing off Harrison Ford a lot and Harrison Ford's reaction and annoyance with him is entertaining. It, it was a fair? few times, but they beat it into the ground for me in this movie. Like, I, I mean, but you do get the iconic line, never tell me the odds. So mm-hmm. I feel like get that they out beat of it, the but... Chewie yells into the ground this movie. No, I was getting che- over Chewie. That's how Chewie communicates though. We get it, Chewie. You're sad. Like, Jesus. <laughs> he's not always sad. <laughs> Shut so, up and get to work with your so big mitts. <laughs> Sometimes he's angry. Sometimes <laughs> he's happy. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, what else? Okay, Dagobah. So Luke, instead of going to the, the rendezvous point, he decides he's going to go to Dagobah. Uh, he makes a crash landing. Uh, the Falcon is getting chased by the Empire. They decide to go in an asteroid field and then hide on an asteroid to evade them. Uh, we're introduced, I just wrote, we're introduced to a small green creature because at this point we don't know who he is. Um, he's a little mischievous little guy. Um, uh, he tells Luke he's going to show him where Yoda is. Uh, 
and then because it's cutting back and forth so i just put and then leia and han they have a kiss um a couple things i hate the r2 scream i don't know what your thoughts on the r and the r2 scream is <laughs> i hate that i kind of hate it i don't mind it i like his beeps and boops but i don't like the screen <laughs> i don't like the screen um ariana what do you think of yoda in this, this okay is your is this i'm your first so confused time yes because i feel like all of my knowledge of star wars is pieced together from like general pop culture and like yeah. not really watching the movies i didn't know he was like a fucking troll like that he literally is just <laughs> like i i always thought he was supposed to be like wise and kind of silent but he's like a little shit in this well, well see, he's testing Luke. Let that. the boy eat, I said. He's I, hungry. I love when he's good food. I, I like when, when he crawls just... around in the things. <laughs> I like when you see his little butt, like the yeah. shot when he's digging in. He's a little okay. Yeah, he is a troublemaker. He is also slamming R2 a little bit too. Mine, but, mine. but that's the thing. Well, that's what I want to ask you, Tom, is I think a lot of people hated how how he was represented in the prequels versus four, five, and six. What do you think about that? Well, I thought he was a yeah, badass. I, like, I thought he was a badass growing up. Well, he's in the prequels. He sucks. I mean, he's like he's like the head of this religious organization that like, cannot see that they're like being eaten from the <laughs> inside out. And he's just yeah. like ignorant. And yeah, true. Which like, I actually like that's like a cool creative choice if it was intentional. I'm still not sure that Lucas was intentional with that choice. But yeah, he's like a failure. He's he's, he's been in his position too long. He's become stagnant. Uh, he's not recognizing the changing tides. Um, uh, and, you know, he gets his come up. Uh, yeah, but what, but what about like, what do you think of him being like a badass jumping all around using the forest, using the lightsaber? Uh, yeah, I I agree with the people who say that Yoda shouldn't use a lightsaber. I would I would if I had to choose, I would say yes. That that should be the way you go. He should be beyond that. But you know, as an eight year old kid seeing Attack of the Clones, did I like lose my shit seeing him pull yeah. out a lightsaber for the first time? Yes. So that's all that matters. Uh, yeah, I'm mixed feelings on it. One because the timeline doesn't make sense for him to be so old and decrepit only like twenty years later from. Or maybe thirty years later. Well, he's old and decrepit in the prequels. Yeah, but that's They're why showing that's why, he can turn on the switch. Yeah, yeah, but he's jumping around and shit. I think I would be okay with people when people say, "Hey, he can't use a lights. He's beyond lightsaber." If they could like back up his abilities more in in the the uh, original movies, like yes, we see him lift up the ship, but like obviously the technology, maybe they just, like they don't want to spend the budget on fucking Yoda doing all these tricks and shit, but like when you if you're go ahead no yeah i mean the obvious reason why yoda does not flip around in the original trilogy is because he is a puppet and right. uh yes. it was difficult as all hell to even get him to be the way he is in this movie which i think mm. is like incredible puppetry yeah. um and it was like a really risky move because if the puppet looks like a muppet and he doesn't work like that kind yeah. of tanks the whole movie but yeah he was so believable um yeah, I, I mean, well, it's you just watch Revenge of the Sith, so it, it, it's kind of implied in that movie that, like, after he loses to yeah. the Emperor one time, he's like, nope, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Can't do anymore. Um, yeah. He, I don't know big, if I believe big, that. Big pussy move by him, but, like... <laughs> I hate he, that phrase. I hate... No. Sorry. Big loser move um he he just like he could he could have gone back in there like he was like giving do you doing a decent fight but anyways um revenge yeah i like both iterations i'll say like i like him as a badass kind of more like reserved not like funny and i like him as like just a kooky 
old man. Like I can do both. But um, how did you feel about how he is in Last Jedi? Because a lot of people criticize that Yoda scene, being like Yoda shouldn't be kooky. The only reason he was uh, kooky and funny in Empire is because he was testing Luke. Um, I kind of like my Yoda to have like a little bit of a sense of humor. Yeah, I like like old I, and that's what I. Whenever I think of like him in the bit. original movies, I think of him as kooky. Like even though he has serious moments with Luke, it's like he's introduced by being such a, like a wild card um, mm. that that's what I think of. Like as soon as you introduce that puppet, you have to go with, like feel like with a little bit of that persona where, and also like he's carefree, he's fucking dead. Like he's not going to be like a hundred percent serious. Mm-hmm. Like he's a force ghost. I don't know. Um, are you on any other thoughts on Yoda? I said Yoda lives in the Shire. He lives in a little, <laughs> yeah, he does live in a little hut, <laughs> a hobbit house. Um, I thought it was, they, do you think he's cute? Like, if you sort of look at the blurred image of him, he's cute. But if you focus on his his weird gremlin face, no. Well, because I was I was watching it with my roommate, and he's like, oh, Yoda's so cute. I'm like, I mean, I kind of. I mean, he's kind of cute. He's I have cute high like standards a, for cute. Okay? Like I said, he's ugly cute. Like, he's ugly cute. Um, uh, I also thought they were kind of rude to R2-D2, just leaving him out in the rain and stuff. He getting banged around and mud, mud all over him. Uh, yeah, R2-D2 is very valuable, but he's also got to be a pain in the ass, like, keep him around. He's huge. Like, how do they go quietly anywhere, that thing? Yeah, right. Like, he, whenever around. he's falling you around. But he does have those little jets and stuff that he should be able to hop over, like, parts of water, you know? But I don't mm-hmm. think he had the jets in the original movies. So, um, all right. So, and then I just wrote about Leia and Han. When are they going to fuck when they had that nice kiss? But that's about it. Um <laughs> Well, we know from the solo movie there is a bed on the Millennium Falcon. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I actually just watched Solo like uh, like a month ago. I liked it. I liked it much more than I thought I was gonna like it. That's all right. You didn't like it? I just don't know why it was made. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, mean, I don't need every character's backstory explained. No, neither do Especially I. Especially not Han Solo. Yeah, neither do Excuse I. Me? But I like uh, I like Lando. I liked uh, Donald Glover's Lando was good. Yeah. I thought uh, Amelia Clark is a villain. Yeah, I don't know. I like. I mean, I love Amelia Clark, but I was hoping. She, you know, I was hoping she'd turn out good. But whatever. Um, she never turns out good. Yeah, that's true. Misa, Misa, Misa. <laughs> burn it down. Yeah, burn it down. Uh, okay. So then, I, this is our first introduction to Sidious, right? He's, you yes. see in New Hope? Yeah, okay. So Sidious and uh, Darth Vader, they're uh, Sidious is in the hologram. Much of what you see of Sidious is in a hologram. <laughs> um, and Vader is, they're just talking about how Luke Skywalker is the offspring of Anakin Skywalker, how he's growing strong, he could be a new enemy, and they discuss the need to turn him to the dark side. Any thoughts on uh, Palpatine, Ariana? Dawson. No. Um, what is why are two people what does Darth mean? Is that a name or is it like a thing, like a descriptor? Do you know what I mean? It's like a descriptor, right? <laughs> yeah, because they're all Darth something. It's like a title. Well, yeah. except for Count Dooku. <laughs> well, he 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 technically has a name. Except yeah. He's Count like Darth Tyrannus. Oh something. yeah, right. Darth Tyrannus, right. I forgot about that. They just call him Count um, Dooku. Well, yeah. did you guys know, yeah? Um yeah. Oh, the, well, this scene with the Emperor, um, this mm. is one of the special edition changes. Um, oh. So Ian McDermott was not... So the Ian McDermott playing the Emperor in the scene was, mm. like, filmed in, like, 2004 around Revenge of the Oh, Sith. okay. Originally, um, in 1980, it was just, like, 
I think it was a woman technically in a hood um, with a man's voice and with like chimpanzee's eyes uh, superimposed over her eyes. You should look up the image of it. Um, It's interesting. And and it's different. It's, it's basically the same scene, but the dialogue is different. Like in this newest version that probably everybody watches on Disney plus the emperor is like telling Vader that Luke is his son um, Mm -hmm. kind of like a shielded way. Um, Oh my God. Yeah. This yeah, is... are you oh, are you looking at the image? <laughs> yeah. What is it? What? It's just like it just looks absurd. For I mean, the time it was probably yeah. Fine. I guess it, looked, it was fine for the time. So <laughs> it's it's a it's a woman in a hood with mm-hmm. chimpanzees eyes superimposed, and then a male voice, not Ian McDermott, some random actor. So who did Return of the Jedi? That's Ian McDermott. Okay, so who... Return, he he did start. Is that so? That was his first movie star wars movie was return of the jedi yeah okay that's what i thought because i'm like there's no way he did yeah i mean that makes sense but i i don't like the new version of this scene because it implies that the emperor is telling vader for the first time that lucas is son but mm-hmm. like that doesn't match up with the whole first half of the movie where vader where is says, like obsessed with finding luke yeah. like i i always took it as vader in between a new hope and empire strikes back vader did some digging and realized the guy who up the death star is his son yeah, but um, didn't he refer to him as Skywalker in the first half? Probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it's like, of it, course he knows it's his um, fucking son. And I guess you can read this, like Vader in the scene, it acts surprised. Like, how is that possible? How is how is Anakin have a son? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I guess you could read that as Vader playing coy and not wanting the Emperor to know that he knows that Luke is his son because yeah. the whole point of him trying to find Luke is to turn Luke against the Emperor and team up. Um, but I don't know, it's just complicated. It didn't need to be tinkered with. Yeah, right. I mean, I like I like Ian McDermott's Sidious. Like, I, it's just an iconic, disgusting face for me. So, I like looking at him. <laughs> the bulges uh, on his forehead. Are the best. <laughs> yeah. I mean, then when you watch Re- Revenge of the Sith, like how he gets those bulges, it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> like how he just transforms. I I hate that they yeah have him transform in that movie. I, yeah. I would have liked it to just be like he's so evil that over the twenty years between the movies, he <laughs> yeah. just gets so old, disgusting. And ugly. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah when you really think about the first three is like the fact that the emperor is the most like powerful sith lord to ever exist and nobody knows nobody can figure it out it's comical yeah. yeah oh my god all right so then um we get some more uh dagobah scenes luke and yoda are sharing a meal uh well this is where yoda reveals his true identity um Yoda's like talking to Ben Kenobi like Luke is not in the room basically like, he's too old yeah yeah basically like saying he, he's debating whether he should train him and, and, and Ben Kenobi's like yes you should um okay so Ben Kenobi keeps saying that Yoda is was his trainer was his teacher it's technically Qui-Gon um but the, are you saying because he's like a master of everybody kind of thing? Yeah, like, and the prequels kind of show that Yoda teaches the like toddlers, the toddler Jedi. Uh, the so younglings. he's all their master, I guess you yeah. could say. <laughs> he killed younglings. Um, <laughs> um, around any thoughts on uh, sharing a meal? Am I no. even here? <laughs> yeah, well, you don't look like sure you want to jump in with anything. Well, when you're talking about like bulges on someone's forehead that I barely even know who it is, you guys realize like my understanding of this is so rudimentary. Like I only know like f- the five characters that I could think of. Like I don't really even know who the Emperor is. Like I don't really care. I Wait, like Ariana, have you watched like Return of the Jedi or an Empire? Have like I? 
No, this no. is your first no, time. No, no, no. This, was, I, this, this is, is your... my first time. Yeah. Oh my okay. I I never showed these to you. <laughs> I don't think I don't think so. I mean, wow. I my strongest association is with the ones with uh, uh, Anakin or whatever. The prequel, yeah, the, yeah, prequels, the ones yeah. from which yeah, yeah, yeah. the Emperor is in those movies, and yeah. by the third prequel, he does turn into the yeah, he is disgusting. Just, guy. I, I don't. I feel like I I can't. It's not like a that I don't appreciate the movies for what they are, but nothing about it like. It's kind of like how some people are like, I can't watch Game of Thrones. There's so many names and so many characters. I don't understand any of it. But for me, it's like easy to pick that up with these movies. I just have no investment. So it's kind of hard for me to like really sink my teeth into any of it. It's Um, hard to believe. I am curious about like the, I don't know, the Darth Vader fathership thing is so confusing to me because I'm like, how is he his dad? Who's the mother? Padme. Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. That's Anakin. I know. It's just hard for me to connect that, though. <laughs> like, it's hard for me to also. I don't. Know. You need to watch These, Revenge of the, the Sith. The movies are for children. I mean, they're pretty <laughs> straightforward. <laughs> okay, guys. Not no. saying that I don't understand that, but it's just I, there's too many patches in my memory of like, and also just not caring. <laughs> I, I think that is the biggest thing. Yeah. That you just don't care, so your brain. Okay, well, I'm here, aren't I? The energy. Right. To- <laughs> so. Um, you can lead a horse to water. Yeah, no, but you can make a drink. <laughs> uh, the Falcon gets attacked uh, by some creatures, and they realize that like the hole that they uh, um, hide in is actually there's like a giant monster, like they're like in the giant monster's mouth, um, and then they have to escape. And I just this is where I just commented that there's not much to comment on this movie. Like I like the movie a lot, so there wasn't a lot for me like note notes wise. Uh, and some of these scenes, like more towards the second half, like there wasn't a ton for me to be like, oh, I didn't like that. Or, you know, they were annoying. Uh, once I love I love the Bespian set. So when they get there, I'm, I'm a big yeah. fan of that. But uh, so what else? Um, OK, Dag- Dagobah is continued here. Luke is doing uh, training with Yoda. Uh, they're discussing the good and the dark side. Uh, and I love when Luke is carrying Yoda on his back and doing <laughs> fucking flips. Um, and then Yoda sends Luke into basically a dominion of the dark side where he battles Vader, a metaphorical Vader, I guess. And when he cuts his head off, uh, Luke's face is in, it, in the helmet. He sees himself. Um, Mark Hamill's looking fucking yoked in this scene, for sure. Yoke. He's got the cut off. He's got some big fucking arms. Like mm-hmm. ripped. Yeah. Uh yeah, I thought the I thought it was a pretty intense thing to show like a decapitated head for a PG movie. <laughs> well, it wasn't like very It wasn't graphic. very bloody, but it's still kind of like dark. So to see your own image reflected back on a fucking headless or a head. He's battling himself. I know. It's um, a metaphor. Oh. <laughs> wow. Uh is the reason why nobody bleeds from a, a lightsaber? Because uh, it cauterizes. Because it cauterizes it, right? <laughs> so I thought, that's I yeah. Um, that's a that's a handy little weapon. Um, uh, thoughts on this, Dinky? Not really. Yeah, um, I like the cave scene. I mean, it's you know, it's pretty obvious what it's setting up. Um, I, I it's. Sh- Again, it's making me think of the sequels and it's making me wonder why The Rise of Skywalker basically has a cave scene where Rey mm-hmm. fights an evil version of herself <laughs> when Last Jedi already basically does a cave scene in a better yeah. way, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. So maybe uh, my brain's a little tainted by the by the sequels. Man, um, I really look poorly on those movies. Like, uh, they have not aged well for me at all. I mean, 
I, I love Last Jedi. I yeah, Last Jedi is still good. I, yeah, I guess I'm I'm excluding Last Jedi. Even Last Jedi, I'm not like in love with. But mm-hmm. but yeah, the first the first one, The Force Awakens, and then uh, Rise. Of, I mean, Rise of Skywalker is a big stinky nah. load. I, I guess just while we're talking about it, so then we can move on. I mean, there are a lot of parallels between Empire Strikes Back and the Last Jedi. Um, I feel like a lot of the people who hate Last Jedi and their common critiques would have also hated Empire Strikes Back if they had been alive and an adult mm-hmm. when the movie came out. I mean, the Empire Strikes. I mean, this movie it's it's very different from the first one. It introduces new force powers. It's very character driven. There's not like a conclusion. I mean, I feel like the people who hate Last Jedi would have hated Empire and would have complained like, "Oh, you retcon that." Uh, Luke's father's Vader. That's wrong. You know, you're, you're going against the canon. Like <laughs> uh, I, I, so I hold out hope that last Jedi in 10, 20 years will be, it probably it won't will. be remembered as empire, but it will be looked at more favorably by most people. I think it already is starting to get like after rise of Skywalker was so like fucking campy and like, in like such a, like a fan fiction almost. They, I think a lot of people, we're like, oh yeah, last Jedi wasn't that bad. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, I kind of like it more. Um, all right, so then uh, we've got some. <laughs> this was also just very <laughs> interesting. So Vader brings in a bunch of bounty hunters, uh, Boba Fett included, to search for the Millennium Falcon. Uh, but like, as like at the same time he does that, the, um, they find the, the Millennium Falcon. Falcon. Uh, so, what was like the I mean, that was just a weird timing, you know. Uh, um, Did they bring? Right. They brought. They brought it to find the Falcon, but then obviously Boba trails them. But it was like, I was like, so Han has the Millennium Falcon go on the Star Destroyer, so the Star Destroyer yeah, can't detect. They're hiding, yeah. And then he thinks that he'll go out with the garbage, and no one will know. But mm-hmm. Boba Fett follows. Keen on it, yeah. So. Yeah, um, I just thought it was weird. You introduce all the bounty hunters, and you're like, okay. There was, I mean, you have and like, only one of them actually does yeah. anything. And then the Boba, yeah. Um, it's to sell toys. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it, it, really. Um, so then we go back to Luke continuing training uh, with Yoda, and, and, you know, he's using the force. Uh, Luke fails to lift his ship out of the water, and then uh, Yoda just like fucking rubs it in his face and does it with ease. Uh, there's a lot of great, uh, there's, there's a great lines in this by Yoda. Well, one is when he's got Yoda on his, like, he's upside down and Yoda is like on his feet and he's like, you know, and then when he's falling and Yoda goes, concentrate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's still of him falling is definitely a meme. Yeah. Um, um, that might be my, I don't know how you feel about Angelo, if you feel this strongly about it, but I mean, I think that scene is my favorite scene in all of Star Wars, the whole lifting the X-Wing out and, it might be my favorite. I don't know. Just like the music, it makes I mean, me it's emotional. A great scene. I it might be my favorite. It's all. a great scene. It's hard for me to not like. It's even though like Revenge of the Sith is objectively like not a good, not as a good movie as like any of the originals. I just get so hyped for like some of those scenes that even though like the dialogue's bad and you know Hayden Christensen's not really working with a lot over there and like. I just get pumped for those, like the bet, the, the end battle, and just fucking uh, Ewan McGregor just going off um, at the end. Those are some of my favorite. But uh, no, I mean, I, I really like the scene. There's a lot of good lines. Uh, do or do not. There is no try. Um, and then that is why you fail. <laughs> That's a great. I mean, he just has some great. This is like that serious Yoda, you know, that you're mm-hmm. you're talking about, where he's like, okay, the fate of the fucking Jedi is on you, motherfucker. 
Um, <laughs> while we're talking, did we talk about um, Luke going in at the last season or the last episode of Mandalorian? Did we talk about that? Um, I don't think so. Did you like it or not? Not at all. Not at all. No. Um, um, no. It. it uh, okay. Uh, it, it. It felt well. One. It felt like a response to the Last Jedi. It felt like a mea culpa to all the fans who complained that Luke didn't pull out his lightsaber at the end of the Last Jedi and go to town on a bunch of stormtroopers. Um, people who, in my opinion, completely missed like the whole like understanding of Star Wars. But um, so yeah, I was instantly turned off on it that way. Narratively, it just doesn't you know, Luke Skywalker is not the star of Mandalorian. It doesn't make sense for him to come in and be this uh, savior at the end. Uh, and, and yeah, and it just felt like toxic and icky because it felt like a an apology to the worst of the Star Wars fan base for not liking the Last Jedi ending. Uh, I, you know, I, I'm a, like, I'm a sucker for like good fight scenes and like use of force and like whatever. So like from that aspect, I liked it. I just didn't need him to like be in the series. Like I just no. didn't, I just didn't, uh, I would have loved, I mean, I would love for more Ahsoka Tano. Like I love Ahsoka mm-hmm. Tano's character. So I would have loved her to be in it more. I thought she was a badass. Um, but but part of me is like I like I want like we always hear about how powerful Luke is and I want to like sure I want to see it like I want to see some mm-hmm. some fucking awesome you know displays of strength sure so. I, I I and I also I just hate that we have to constantly for these legacy actors just do CGI oh, zombie versions of them I that. mean just just recast the young Luke I mean yes. that's the way movies have done this for all of movie history you cast a different actor to play a younger version sebastian stan um, everyone was saying just use sebastian literally stan. fine yeah he looks just like a young mark hamill and he's a good actor like a lot of times you find these guys who probably look like him but are probably not the greatest of actors like you could mm-hmm. literally pick a guy who's a good actor and looks like him and then you could use him for future projects if you really wanted to like if you want to do a young luke yeah, show which yeah you know i i would say is Oh, totally going to happen a young Luke show, but not if it has to be a CGI man because the CGI man can't be the lead of a <laughs> of a whole series. Yeah, you can do it for one episode, but yeah. Um, sorry, off track there, but yeah. Uh, tangent. Anyways, <laughs> uh, Ariana, you're still there. Sorry, Ariana, <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> um, the only thing I can say because I literally don't really know what any of you are talking about is that I do think that Sebastian Stan does look like Mark Hamill. Yeah, it does. What did you think about the the uh, training? well i just think like i mean it's just an interesting trope that we see in a lot of these movies like it made me think of professor x and magneto where he's like (laughs) use hope (laughs) to move well no but they they don't use emotions oh they don't use emotions. but didn't he get like distracted though and drop the stuff well he got he wasn't focusing yeah Yeah. no i mean you can't say that an emotional response would be distracting though he got distracted he gets distracted by his attachments the jedi okay but i wasn't saying i was just saying the parallels between like there's a similar thing of like snape and harry potter it's like you're not focusing hard Uh, enough you need to like it's a it's a trope in a movie like the master teaching the student (laughs) i'm not necessarily saying that (laughs) i feel like it's less yeah I feel like it, in this scene, like the Jedi as a whole, yeah, it's all about no emotions. I feel like this scene, Yoda's not telling him don't have emotions. He's telling him, like, I guess, like, don't have doubt. Like, yeah. you're doubting yourself. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about how hard it is. Just just, just do it. 
Mm-hmm. Nike, very Nike ask of him. Yes. <laughs> he, he's a shill for the big corporations. <laughs> Yoda. Yoda's Yoda. getting that residual check. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I mean, Dagobah rent prices have really skyrocketed. He, he... <laughs> this big hut. This is a tiny house and his yeah. hobbit yeah. hole. Studio. Um, so the Falcon, they're at the height of the, 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 the uh, Star Destroyer. Uh, they decide to head to Bespin to meet with Lando Calrissian, uh, an old acquaintance of Han Solo, uh, while we, we get a glimpse of Boba Fett's ship following. Uh, Luke, again, is training. He's steadily improving. But then he has a vision of the future with his friends uh, dying, uh, apparently. Uh, what did we? Uh, what do you think about the Boba Fett show? Are you excited about that? Couldn't care you less. See- you don't seem to like a lot of Star Wars stuff sometimes when I talk. Mm. <laughs> no, I'm not like a hater. I I just, Boba Fett specifically, it goes back to the same problem with Luke. There are fans that just want to see these characters. Yeah. And I hate this term. I hate the term badass. Um, mm. They just want to see these characters be badasses and kill people. Um, and Boba Fett in The Mandalorian season two, that's basically yeah. all he was. He comes in, he has this badass action scene. I mean, the reason Boba Fett is funny is because he never actually does anything on screen. You know, yeah. like, I mean, uh, I don't need a show about him. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, I, I read like Boba Fett novels as a kid. I like the expanded universe stuff, but not when it's just catered towards making adult male fans feel vindicated and liking Star Wars because they're seeing their favorite characters be quote. Oh yeah. Badasses. I was never like into Boba Fett until like Mandalorian where I was like, Oh, he's a cool character. Like I just love the Mandalorians, like anything with Mandalorian I love culture. Yeah. I love look. the style. Um, yeah. And I like that. He's just like a fierce warrior or whatever. And he's just using a fucking stick. I like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm a sucker. Like, I'm not even trying to get vindicated. I'm just a sucker for good action scenes and just like uh, displays of power. See, I, I would argue that the action scenes in the Mandalorian aren't even good action scenes because it feels like it's all just a watching. It almost feels like a fan film where it's just like, how can we stage the most badass action scene for this character to just go to town on these people? Um, Mm. you know, it's not even like tense. Like I never feel worried that Boba Fett's going to get like, hit yeah, or anything He's that's true yeah man like you never think the mandalorian's gonna die really yeah it's just so do you like not like the mandalorian no i season one was fine i actually <sighs> I, I like season one um season two completely lost me because it was all about setting up future shows referencing characters from the expanded universe um yeah i just i hated season two what do you like about star wars I'm curious. Like, I, what I, what true, draws you to Star yeah, Wars? Yeah, true, true. I, lo- I love the movies. I, uh, I mean, I, I think I said this on the last podcast. My brain now is more so. I love the behind the scenes. I love knowing how they made these movies. I love the history of it. Um, I love the practical effects. Um, I love how it influenced other movies. Like I'm very much. I guess I very much like it in, yeah, a real world practical sense than the expanded universe. Which oh, like I, I again yeah. I like some of the stuff, but yeah, I, I love I love all the behind the scenes stuff and yeah, like there's nostalgia. I you know Empire Empire is my like ultimate stay home sick pretend to stay home from sick. Pretend to stay home from school uh movie. Like if I was pretending to be sick in middle school or high school, I was popping in Empire Strikes Back. All right. I guess we're just on opposite sides of the spectrum of our Star Wars fandom here. Um, I mean, I respect, I like to know like how they moved, made it too, and, and all that. Shut up, Brian. I know you're on his face. He's like, oh, he's got the time. He's yeah. freaking out. The, but uh, I, I love, 
how everything connects. And that's like the same with like Marvel too. I love how everything connects. I love, uh, like I said, I love, I don't need an origin story off every character. Don't get me wrong. Like, I don't want to see like fucking everything, but like when there's an unknown about what someone's doing in the middle and we can see some fucking like cool missions or whatever, I like to see that, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, you seem like a hater, so. <laughs> no, I'm not. I just, I, I just didn't enjoy Mandalorian. I love the like movies. I, I, I season season one was. I think a lot of people uh, agree with me when it comes to season two, that it felt like a lot of just setting up other shows. Uh, yeah, I, I thought it was only really setting up the Ahsoka Tano one, the Boba Fett show. Um, yeah, this whole plot line of this other sect of Mandalorians and their saber that might be Mandalorian oh, season three, but well, well, that's well, that's. That's Mandalorian season three, but they're also playing off Clone Wars, um, right? And as well as um, Rebels, you know, with uh, the the dark saber and Darth Maul and blah blah blah. Okay, we'll keep going. Um, intro to Lando, we get uh, we find out we we get intro to to, to Lando Calrissian. He's he's got swagger. He's got good style. He's a little bit of a ladies' man. Um, he he. Uh, we find out he also used to own the Falcon from uh, before Han had it uh c3po just gets shot um and then luke we we see luke he decides to leave early um from dagobah against the wishes of obi-wan and yoda any thoughts here Anna? what do you think about lando i think he's attractive <laughs> uh charming i liked him a lot i thought he was a good like added character for me like i actually was interested in him as like it's a character Billy um porter right yeah it's no, billy porter is it's that what his name is not billy no, porter no, what's no. his name What's the actor's name, Tom? Uh, Billy, Billy D. D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. Billy Porter. Okay, yeah, I love Billy. Billy Porter would not be yeah. old enough to be in that. <laughs> um, what I was confused about, like <laughs> C three PO going in a room and then just, and just getting, getting blasted shot. to pieces. Yeah. What was like? Who was in the room? Like, it it, it, yeah, it is confusing. It, I, it is. It's stormtroopers. Technically, you don't see them, but it's mm-hmm. implied that they're already there waiting for them. So they shoot him when he comes yeah. in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I, I was like, I guess he can just come back to life anytime. He got literally blasted to pieces. I know. Well, they're droids. So you can just put them back together. <laughs> I liked uh, when the other uh, robot was mean to him and like spoke a different language. <laughs> yeah, he says hello. He's or like, H-U dot. <laughs> oh. Whatever the fuck. Um, Bespin continued. So Le- Leia doesn't trust Lando. She thinks something's going on. Uh, Chewie finds C-3PO in a junk pile. He's, like, He's freaking out. Um, are those Ugnots in there, right? Yeah, I think that's what they're called. <laughs> Love a little Ugnot action. Um, Lando, we find out Lando made a deal with Vader. He just shows up in the dining room uh, to turn in Han and, and the crew. They get imprisoned, and Han kind of gets tortured. Um, we don't really know what they do to him, but his they head is going into some sort of like electrical know. device. They're just uh, trying to get a reaction out of Luke. Yeah. yeah. Um, Leia and Chewie. Uh, we find out that Leia and Chewie can remain on Bespin under uh, Lando's care, but Han is getting turned over to Boba, uh, Boba Fett. I did think that, yeah, Lando was a horny motherfucker in these scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and There's I, like one woman I, for every 50 men, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> like a like, woman. He's like, ooh, you should stay here. <laughs> I, I also like how Lando is like anti-union. Like they ask him at one point, like, is this, so is this like part of the mining guild? Yeah. He's like, no, not actually. We're small. We're kind of like yeah. off the books. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like there's, a, little... there's a lot of like little Bespin politics that we yeah. just don't care about. Like, why are we talking about <laughs> But it's about kind Bespin? of funny if you get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love the shot of Vader in the all-white room at the dining table. That's like 
Yeah. <laughs> I just love that where he's just sitting at the, at the head of the table mm-hmm. and they open the, they open the door. I just thought, love the way it looked. I, I just love Bespin overall. So. Yeah. I liked that city. I, I was confused when I saw, when they like showed like it, the whole thing and I was like, wait, how is it that big? Yeah. It does look small from when they're, when they're coming up to it. And he's but like, stay in your houses or something. He's <laughs> like, what? Yeah. He's like, evacuate immediately. I thought it was just like one big ship or something. Like um, I get confused by the layout of everything in this, in this like universe. Yeah. And is like Lando, like the mayor of Cloud City? Yeah. Cause yeah. he was he giving the city me, manager. Yeah. It's kind of like, he's like, yeah, he's kind of like a spokesperson. It seems like, um, so Luke arrives, uh, at Bespin Han, he gets frozen in carbonite. Uh, Vader, he decides now, hey, actually, Chewie and Leia are going on my ship. Uh, I, I'm altering the deal, as he said. Uh, Luke and Vader, they meet, they fight. Um, Lando. Uh, you, you, you can't skip over Han being put into carbon freeze. I just I just said he gets frozen. Oh, oh did you? Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, Let's just he, not skip over it. I mean, well, I didn't sk- I mean, scene. Well, I'm going through the whole, you know, I mean, this. yeah, he gets frozen in with a cum face a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. What is like, it? Okay. Oh, I mean, an iconic line. I love you. I, I know. know. I know. I was kind of <laughs> mad about that. I was like, okay. I mean, I say it back. Also, they kissed one time, and then they're in a full-on relationship with no talking about they've it. Had, they've had a not really. I mean, but she, I, Leia's I got always some, read in that they were sleeping together before the movie starts. I don't know. Oh no, I don't think so. At least one know. time. Maybe At once. Yeah, once. maybe one one regrettable <laughs> night. For, yeah, for yeah. Leia. Not regret. Yeah. Not regrettable. Well, for Leia, I mean, in the beginning, she he's a fucking laser brain in the beginning. Um, yeah, so then Luke and Vader, they, you know, this is the first time they, they meet uh, and fight. Um, a much better fight than the first movie, uh, obviously. Uh, and doesn't, didn't they have to go all out? Like, they just needed to do a little bit better than the first movie. That's all they needed to do, you know? It didn't have to be crazy choreography, but it was a pretty good fight. Um then Lando decides he's going to free the crew instead. And then <laughs> Chewie just fucking choking him out. I love that. And is it Han or is it Han? Or is this I know Lando they the call him Han in this movie. It's a little bit yeah. much. What do you think, Tom? It's, it's technically Han. Yeah. And people always point to Lando calling him Han yeah. in that scene you're referencing. But I watching it last night, uh, Leia says Han yeah. once or twice too. Yeah. So I, George never really seems to police that kind of stuff. He kind of lets people pronounce it however they want. Uh, Fucking George. Um, so obviously we get, we get the, I am your father uh, sort of, you know, situation there uh, between Luke and invader. Uh, go ahead. I'm curious. Did you guys, well, Ariana, you, you watched this for the first time, so I guess I have to just ask Angelo. Angelo, like, when you saw this movie for the first time as a kid, was that a reveal to you, or did you already know, just from pop culture, that Vader was Luke's father? I think I already knew because I watched the prequels first. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I'm so, pretty much the same boat. Yeah, which, like, you know, it's not a, it's not a like, if I, I can't imagine... Like, you know, being, you know, watching it in theaters or when it first came out, being like, oh, shit, like that's that's a huge deal. But there's a ton of YouTube videos of people showing they're like maybe anywhere from like three to like seven year old kids this movie for the first time and like getting their reaction of the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it would have to be a kid of like four or five, because yeah. at least when we were kids, I mean, everybody on the playground is saying like, Luke, I'm your father. Like, it's just, true. I think know. I think if you were just but even if you were just to say, yeah, like a younger kid, like even like up until like maybe eight or nine or 10, just watching the prequels first or watching the originals first before they watched the prequels. 
Um, they can escape it. I feel like there's not a ton of like that reference anymore. And like pop, I mean, obviously if you're look, if it's going to show up, but it's not like as frequent as it was, I feel like, I don't know. But yeah, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of like kids book of like Vader being dad. Like uh, there's like literally like a preschool age book for kids. So I feel like it just permeated the culture. Um, Ariana, what'd you think about that iconic scene in pop culture? I, yeah, I liked the. I thought this fight scene was so much better than the last movie. The yeah. last movie was oh. really terrible battle oh scenes. Um, yeah, I liked the fight scene. I thought it was good. I thought the the acting was actually pretty good. Like uh, Luke seemed disturbed, <laughs> and well, I like he looks all just like he gets so sweaty and gross his, and gets like his hand cut off. His face when he's like exclaiming like, yeah! is is a very <laughs> disgusting face. Like I like Mark Hamill a lot, but he's like. Get how he's good like, is he supposed to look when yeah, his dad's know, an evil lord and he just, he just found out? This is where you're like, oh yeah, he does look different than in a new home. <laughs> his face is he distorts his face. I never thought he was that attractive to begin with, though. I'm not saying he was like. Uh, I mean, he's he's not that attractive. He's not but. ugly, but he just doesn't have. I don't know. He's very goody two shoes vibes to me. Yeah. Well, yeah, he is. Um. If you only knew the power of the dark side. Oh, can we talk about the noises Vader makes throughout this fight? <laughs> when he gets, Whoa! yeah, when, when, he, gets, he, gets, when he gets tapped on the shoulder. Yeah, and that, and when he gets pushed off the uh, oh! platform, he's like, oh. The subtitles on Disney Plus <laughs> yeah. literally say, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He there's not some there's not a great, yeah. He doesn't have any great like exclamations. James Earl Jones didn't know what to do during those. I guess. Yeah, like how does Vader scream or like yeah. yell? You know. I mean, and what he, else is he supposed to do? <laughs> Yeah, but it's like when he gets tapped on the shoulder and he goes, "Oh, like I don't know." (laughs) It just sounds very weird. Like it's not natural. Which I guess it shouldn't. I mean, it's supposed to be a man in a breathing apparatus. Yeah, we also do get a glimpse of uh, Darth Vader without his helmet on uh, briefly in this movie. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, his disgusting bald head uh, where we see in Return of the Jedi in full force. Um, Well, yeah, what else? Uh, I thought the end dragged a little bit after after luke uh like escapes the fight and he's kind of like on the bottom of bespin it kind of was like okay like let's kind of speed this up a little bit like just pick up pick up luke and like let's go you know we didn't need to see and then after that you even had like the brief shot of where they're like basically setting up the next movie where they're like oh yeah you know we'll we'll get to tatooine and blah 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 um also when they pick up luke on the falcon Leia gives him another kiss, right? Like, I think a peck on the cheek. A peck maybe. on the face. It looked like on no, the, she was, the lips. It was on the lips. I it saw. It was the lips. <laughs> really? Like, I, yeah. And I was like, "Fucking Leia, like, chill out. Are you gonna like devote yourself to Han? Or are you gonna, okay? Like, stop. She can do whatever she wants. She thinks Han's probably but like right like, in the wake frozen. of being frozen in carbonite. Like she's comforting him after his hand yeah. gets cut off and finds out that his dad is evil. Um. Why are you? I don't know. Stop shaming her. So, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, what else? What else? The the dr- Luke dropping in that tube is just like a very like that is some luck right there. I, I like, said, hey, how what? far can this guy fall without dying? He's yeah. he's like falling and falling <laughs> and falling all over the place. But this is also where we get revealed that Le- Leia and Luke have some sort of connection within the Force. We don't know what it is, but he communicates to her and she knows to, to go back for him and to like where to be when he's like hanging on that fucking apparatus. Um, thoughts? Stinky. Yeah. There's like a lot of people who say that uh, 
Lucas and the makers of the film had to have known Luke and Leia were siblings in Empire because in Empire they kiss and then at the end Leia has that connection to him mentally. But I think, uh, I believe Gary Kurtz, who's like a really influential producer on the first two Star Wars has said that no, Luke's sister was supposed to be someone different in the third movie, a completely new character. So even though Luke and Leia had that connection at the end, that wasn't supposed to be implying that they were siblings. Really? Why did they make that change? Like, why did they decide to be a completely yeah. different character? Why did they character? decide yeah. to go um, with the incest route? <laughs> I, I want, well, I, I get re- the impression that originally there were going to be a, there was going to be a fourth Star Wars as part of the original trilogy oh. that would have came out. And that's when you met the sister. I think as they were making Return of the Jedi, they realized, no, we're just going to end it all here. We can't introduce a whole new character. Let's just pick the one female character we have and make him and make her the sister. Um, yeah, I didn't even know that they were trying to go another route for so that. that makes darth vader her father yeah yeah and he doesn't seem to does he know well, or care he doesn't seem to know which he should like you think he would because they're both in the same fucking ship and... he like tortures her yeah that's well, what i mean i yeah. thought that was interesting that's um, why i feel like return of the jedi tries to like acknowledge that like vader multiple times says like you have a twin sister yeah and like the last line he says to luke is like tell your sister you were right about me um, but mm-hmm. yeah, you never see like Leia acknowledge that Vader is her father. In the right. Original. That's why it's just so disjointed. Um, right. like that's, you know, the, the movies as good as they are for the most part, like they are very disjointed in terms of like one to another, uh, not too, not terribly, not like the fucking sequels, but, um, you know, there's some, there's some gaps. Well, uh, that's yeah. what kind of frustrates me about it is like for a storyline that's, I mean, it's not necessarily Oedipal, but it kind of is. It's like pretty neglected in how thorough they are with it. Like the fact that we don't really get any sort of idea of Leia's relationship to to knowing that Darth Vader is her father. Like there's, that's not really that explored and like, I don't know, the emotional gravity of it, I don't feel is that explored. Well, yeah. well the prequels do a good job of making up for it because, I mean... Like he only thought he was having one kid <laughs> when uh, when he leaves. I mean, they didn't know it was going to be twins and then he doesn't get to see his fucking kids born. So, I mean, the prequels do a good job of explaining it. But yeah, in the moment, they don't do like like obviously if you're going by like if you were to watch it in um, not in release date order, but in chronological order, it would kind of make sense that Darth Vader wouldn't be acknowledging Leia's existence a little bit. But you would you think he'd feel it in the force. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I must say there's a whole book about Leia wrestling with the fact that Vader is her father, like an expand it's technically a canon universe. Book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of the few extant expanded universe books I've actually read. But again, as Star Wars kind of defers these things, we'll tackle it in a book. What did you what did you think of her being a Jedi in the Rise of Skywalker? Oh, yeah. Um, which well, this is funny because that book I read. Uh, where Leia's it, it takes place like maybe 10 years before the force awakens and it's Leia grappling with the fact Vader's her father and in that book which is supposed to be canon quote unquote it says that Leia decided just not to be a Jedi she was never into it not about it <laughs> and and like they were telling fans this whole time oh no these books are canon like they will factor into the plot there won't be inconsistencies and then Rise of Skywalker go, oh no Leia's always been a Jedi <laughs> it was very well I mean how about one of the worst scenes in Star Wars history for me is Last Jedi when she floats through space. Um, it's, it's, look, don't even fucking try to defend that scene, Dinky, because you're about to. Okay, does the, 
Does the actual moment of her flying through everyone talks about she looks like Mary Poppins? Does it look a little <laughs> off? Could that have been better? Sure. But like the image of her like still body floating in space and then she starts to move her hand and the music kicks up and knowing that Carrie Fisher was dead in real life, like it 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 hits the feels for me. To me, they should have just killed her off. Kill her um, off in The Last Jedi. And in that moment where she's blown Yeah, or, or in that moment. The, the reason they can't do that, though, is because then you wouldn't have that scene between her and Mark Hamill at the end of Last Jedi. And that would have been, to throw that out, yeah. the one scene she gets with him, you can't. And I, I think that's the sole reason. No, yeah, I know. It's just like that floating thing. Man, it fucking looked bad. Um, I'm yeah, fine with her. Execution. Like, I'm fine with her being force powerful. I would be okay with Leia being, like, force powerful, but just, like, doesn't use a lightsaber. Like, I'd be cool with that. But... Mm-hmm. But then when they're like, oh, showing her training versus like Luke when they're younger, it's just, yeah, yeah. very stupid. All right. So that's pretty much it for uh, Empire Strikes Back. Any final thoughts, uh, Ariana? I guess we'll have you go first. Mm. I'm not convinced that Chewie isn't just ruining things by banging around his mitts everywhere. <laughs> like, how can he put the robot back together? The, the Wookiees are very intelligent. Um, they're tech I thought- savvy that i gave this a point higher than the last one i gave it a 6.5 would you like um, it the last one 6.4 yeah it's and i wrote i don't dislike the movie i just don't feel anything about it that's, that's the, i i don't know what else. i'm i'm trying my best here but i just don't connect with it and that's it's just not my fantasy realm i liked the fight scene better i thought um, but okay. yeah, it's just not my, it's just not my thing. Return of the Jedi might be your favorite. I think I feel like return of the Jedi. Cause you got the cute Wookiee or the Ewoks, which I think you'll maybe think are cute. And then you've got a better fight scene and an even better fight scene, I guess with Luke and you've got, so yeah, I think you might be like that one best. I like the land. Uh, yeah. I liked Lando, the Lando character as well, but yeah, like I, like I said, I just don't have any real, real thoughts about it. <laughs> All right. Dinky. No, I hope this isn't a hot take, but I mean, I'll probably say like 9.9, you know? I mean, what'd you give? What'd you give New Hope? Did you give New Hope a 10, you fucker? Something around there. Definitely a 9.8 or higher. And you guys were like, whoa, whoa. I mean. You can't just give a movie a fucking 10. Because what's no, better you're, than a You're the ratings police. You're a narc, Angela. See, I don't even like ratings because it's so like arbitrary. But it I mean, is, Empire. But... All right. Like. I mean, to me, Empire is the best Star Wars film. It's like the pinnacle. Uh, it's practically a perfect movie, in my opinion. Uh, it's my favorite. Uh, you know, it's, I mean, New Hope or A New Hope was so revolutionary and this movie is just a bigger step up. It, it's more mature. It's better looking. The You know, the effects are even better. So yeah, I'm going to give it a 9.9. Okay. Um... I mean, you might as well just give it a fucking 10. Cause like, didn't you? Well, you just give, said you can't give anything. Well, you can't give if a you're going to give it a 9.9, you might as well. <laughs> you might as well give it a 10. <laughs> I mean, a 10, a 10 is maybe like the greatest films of all time. Citizen know? Kane. Dinky. Yeah. Sure. Mank. Mank. Uh, I, I give it an 8.8. Um, I do love the movie. Um, it's weird because like objectively, the objectively, the originals are better um than any other star wars movie that's come out probably but i just i like I'm, I'm like a fucking millennial i just like newer looking movies i just do like you know i like the better effects um but uh i mean i do love the movie i love empire strikes back i love everything star wars for the most part um so so yeah 8.8 great movie uh the only thing i could say bad about it was the ending dragged a little bit but otherwise the whole thing was it was nice it was a nice pace 
I didn't think anything really dragged too long except for the very end. Like every scene felt like the appropriate length. Like even the Hoth battle being so long, it was like 30 minutes essentially. Um, there was enough action in there and change of scenery and like, hey, we're going to Han and Leia and now we're going to Luke in the fighter and blah, blah. I, I thought that was that was good. So yeah, 8.8, 6.5, 10, or I guess 9.9 for Dinky. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I might even watch like Return of the Jedi today just to, just because now I want to, and then rewatch it when we review it. But, um, so yeah, that's the end of the episode. Um, Dinky, thanks for coming on. Uh, of course. I think we're going to venture through all six for sure. Uh, however long that takes. And then we might just have to do the, the sequels. Yeah. To I mean, we might have to, uh, cause there's a lot to talk about in those. Um, yeah. yeah, there's a lot to talk about in those. So we might have to do that. And I think Phantom Menace is going to be an interesting one. Attack of the clones might be, there's some lines in attack of the clones that are going to be so fucking fun to talk about. Like I, I want to hear Ariana's opinion. Yo, about the prequels. Oh my I, want, God. I want to hear it all. Yeah. Ariana with attack of the clones is going to be brutal. Cause that movie, even for Star Wars fans, like they hate, you know, they don't like the prequels mm. as much for the most part. So, um, so yeah, that's exciting. So we'll do that. We'll have you on, Dinky. You'll be like our probably our most recurring guest for any external, you know, non-family member. Wow. <laughs> at some point, yeah. Allie might beat you out. Who knows? Because she begs to be on, so she might be on the next. Uh, the well, next I have episodes. a suggestion that I would love to do like a ga- some Game of Thrones episodes. Like I just on one episode. Yeah, I could go through some episodes, especially on the last season. <laughs> uh, I could do it for like Battle of the Bastards. Uh, that would be good. We can't just go through all the episodes that you like and you want to do though. No, I'm not. But like we go, we can't just go on like the random episodes like that. Don't really. I know that, but I'm saying I kind of am more interested talking about the last season though. We'll consider it. I'll consider it. Who's we? I'm I'll, we. I'll bring it to the. I'll <laughs> bring 50, it to the 50. committee. All right. <laughs> uh, all right think well thanks for coming on um we'll have you on maybe i don't know maybe a month from now i don't know when we're gonna do the next one but we'll we'll see um so yeah remember to rate review subscribe uh follow us on social media um tell your friends tell your friends you love this podcast because we could use yeah, some more tom lessons. tell your friends <laughs> yeah, tom, tell your friends my uh, mom wants to listen she's asking me about this podcast oh i'm gonna send her a link to the last tell one. her that we we swear a lot <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't think my mom knows all these incel terms uh thankfully there wasn't any um, simp references right or yeah or good incel. job angelo I made it. I mean, I made some other references that probably weren't, won't be well received by the mother demographic. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.